0: Oh no, there's another squad attacking. Welcome to the third party, an Apex Legends podcast hosted by myself, Shay, and joined as always by my co host, Henry. Henry, how's it going today?
1: I'm doing well, Shay. Happy to be here as always.
0: Another day, another Apex pod more talking and we got a fun one today we're diving into the latest news in apex legends we're going to be talking some ranked changes pick rate and then we're going to wrap it up with doing a discord mailbag answering a ton of questions from there before we do it though we want to make sure you have a chance to get your question answered on the show ask it in our discord channel and for questions on discord you can chat apex find teammates receive third-party updates tons of fun stuff over there also, make sure you follow us on Twitter, at O'Shea at HB Burson. Links for the Discord, and those Twitters are in the description.
1: The time has finally come for the next third-party invitational tournament for patrons this Saturday, June 4th. If you want a spot and you don't have a spot, be in the Discord at 11.30 a.m. this Saturday definitely opportunity for alternates if we have anybody drop out slots that open up last minute you can get in it's a ton of fun do not miss this opportunity if you have the time
0: yeah there's always i mean i would say there's probably between four and five people that are get to kind of last second find their way into the tournament and so if you're okay playing with randoms uh can be a ton of fun over there for sure so hope to see you all there it's going to be awesome i'm looking forward to it a ton with that though let's dive into the news first piece of news apex legends popularity man is at an all-time high apex legends has been the most streamed game on twitch since season 13 released i feel like people it's been a while since we've heard the dead game talk for apex how are you feeling about the the state all around generally
1: yeah, I love it. I, I think that I was kind of anticipating this season to go down slightly, mm-hmm. um, because of mobile. Like I, I yeah. felt like there was going to be that bump because they released at the same time. which shocked me, season thirteen, almost exactly on top of the mobile release. Um, I kind of thought it, it wouldn't be a record, but it was. I'd love to we see.
0: Just it. break records over here. That's all we do. So. Great to see the popularity and it's, you know, it's a sign as well that people are not just continuing to stream Apex, but new people are coming in and streaming Apex as well, which is always exciting to see. Next piece of news, though, a little pick rate update. We talked about Newcastle last week. This week, we got to talk about Mad Maggie and Crypto. So we're pretty far into the season at this point. They're officially the two lowest picked legends this season, both sitting at 1.7%. Man, we could talk crypto. We could talk Maggie. Strong opinions on both of them, I think. Let's we'll start with crypto. Do we deem his rework to be a failure based off of his pick rate? Is that the unit of measurement we should take? What are some of your impressions, you know, looking at kind of the results of what happened over there?
1: Yeah, I I feel like we've been talking about crypto ever since he came out almost. about just how difficult it is to work around a kit of that nature. Um, But based off the popularity, I think it's pretty easy to say, yes, the rework was a failure. It did not give him enough unique power aside from the drone. It it was more of a quality of life buff for the drone, to throw it out without going inside it. But other than that, clearly not enough was done.
0: There's something's missing there, but I'm not sure if the thing that's missing can be added into his kit with keeping the character as he is. So, yeah, he's one of those guys where yeah, how Henry and I have kind of said we feel about pick rate is you know pick rate can be low if the legend if there's a reason to play them. Are they fun? Are they unique in some way, shape, or form? Crypto's not for everyone. That play style just doesn't fit. But there are still some people that can enjoy them and make a good. Uh, run out of them you know we don't want a game where well i guess maybe i won't speak for you i don't (laughs) want a game where everyone has the exact same pick rate you know like having the tiered having a meta is very nice as well and realistic
1: yeah and just like to what you said to reiterate it crypto is pretty powerful if you play his kit really well like i don't think for the crypto mains they are at a horrible state because I mm-hmm. think you can be extremely effective with this kit. But the problem was that didn't really seem to be the goal of this quote unquote rework. Mm-hmm. Like it seemed like they were trying to make crypto more appealing and more accessible to more players. Yeah. And the opposite happened. So <laughs> it has to be a failure. What, what do we
0: do with Maggie. Over here. Yeah. She's also down to 1.7%. We've talked about her repeatedly at just being a pretty, pretty big fail in terms of having new legend introduced into the game, if not the biggest fail, because, you know, we can call them excuses, whatever you want. We can make up reasons for crypto, Newcastle, Gibraltar, these kinds of not as generic play styles being lower on this chart, not as appealing to play. Maggie is an offensive legend, aggressive. Her kit deals damage. She has speed incorporated into her kit. Uh, You know, like we've kind of said, works with shotguns as well. A very popular gun as in apex. But she finds herself at the bottom again, and she found herself not ever reaching high peaks at launch. Are we seeing a case of, you know, a character and lore that's not liked? Are we seeing a case of too many new legends being added to the game now. And so there's just not a, people are unlocking some of them or is the kit just not there? And people are, you know, respecting that.
1: Yeah. I, I can start off by saying I was never going to like Maggie. Like I'm not <laughs> a shotgun player. I didn't like her coming in saying I'm going to counter Gibraltar. Like we're just going to butt heads, Maggie and I, um, it's not a kit that is going to be like up my alley. But, like you mentioned, you know, shotgun, mobility kit, something that stuns and knocks people back, does a significant amount of damage that counters cover, which is a huge component of this game. It seemed to us that this was a recipe for a middle tier legend. Like, slam dunk. Mm -hmm. It seems like, even though the lore is atrocious and she's a terrorist in my eyes, like, her abilities seem to be middle tier, but they are not um at all the least popular legend in the game something that is interesting though about your comment is maggie has had more unlocks than newcastle has Mm -hmm. off of release so i don't know i think maybe the fact that people knew about the voice actor knew about the character before could have helped her on the front end even though i thought it would hurt her Uh, yeah but helped her more than has helped newcastle being a new legend and just the lore the look um, yeah yeah i think
0: it's too bad in the games for a while you know like in the universe per se so that there's definitely something there in terms of help which is even more disappointing to see where she's at now um i I enjoy mackie as well out of you know when when we play i like shotguns i enjoy that passive i think the tactical is fun i think the ult's really fun as well I play her a pretty good amount, honestly, when I'm just kind of messing around in pubs. So I don't really know why, I guess. like I, I There's not one thing I can look at and pinpoint and be like, this is why she's at the bottom. And it's clear that she should be at the bottom because yeah. of that. It's a interesting thing to kind of look at. An interesting case study, I would say, for looking at and releasing and building a legend.
1: Yeah, I really wonder what they could do um, to make her kit better yeah i think the tactical is quite strong i Mm -hmm. think the ultimate is very complex but it's also pretty versatile i don't know if it needs a whole lot of attention i think bolstering the passive could be the best bet um you go as simple as just a rip off of rampart and give her more magazine size on shotguns Mm -hmm. or you go as crazy considering the fact that she is in a crisis mode of being the least popular, and you could just give her automatic purple bolts on shotguns and see if that destroyed the game. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it seems kind of insane, but
0: so, if she's but the least
1: popular and nobody likes shotguns yeah. based off her popularity, well, you're leaning give towards her everything then.
0: Power potentially though kind of as like the the driving cause behind it and not so like could we say hey yeah shotguns aren't appealing to a lot of people they're appealing to the top you know tier of players that are really good but for a lot of people they're not something you should be interested in and then by the way let's take out the you know most approachable shotgun in the game out of the rotation is that can that be the cause or is or do you seem to lean more towards she's just not powerful enough when we compare her to other offensive legends per se.
1: I think that's probably a cause for sure. Um, the absence of the Mastiff now in rotation, I think mm-hmm. was a big hit to her, but I don't think it tells the whole story. Totally, um, I think that honestly, the passive is quite strong. The mobility, the skill ceiling on that passive with Maggie is very tangible in game. Like, she moves incredibly quickly uh up close with the shotgun it's hard to hit her uh when it's so skilled player but i think if you can create a passive that's more approachable for a broader skill set it's probably going to help her pick rate a lot so it could be loot based could be magazine based can't be damage based but Mm -hmm. i don't know maybe you got to probably double down on the shotgun to say she is the shotgun legend and it's more than just your your ads mobility she yeah really makes she is the number one you have to use her
0: yeah the there's something off is i think the the kind of takeaway and it's interesting to see you know the legends that have had their abilities tied to weapons have not been able to crack that upper echelon of popularity, um, is that a formula will continue to follow moving forward as the game grows and expands. Um, next piece of news though, ALGS year two championship. It's going to officially take place at the PNC arena in Raleigh, North Carolina. This is going to be the first land tournament that has an audience. And since, Oh man, since I believe back in season two, potentially, um, it's been a very long time. Dude, I really want to go. Um, That's all I have to say about it. I imagine it's going to be so much fun. I've seen people in our Discord talking about like, hey, I live kind of close. Where do I get tickets? Like, I'd love to kind of figure that out. If you got a chance to go, I really recommend, you know, doing it if you're a fan of Apex.
1: I want to go as well. We got to try to figure that out.
0: Okay. 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 Third party podcast, road trip across the country. I don't know about
1: that. I didn't sign up for that. Yep. Third party road trip.
0: And we're just going to get it rolling. Oh, no. This is going to be so great. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, Next piece of news, a little bit more serious, uh, but some EA controversy as of late. It's been disappointing to see from our perspective and generally speaking. But as of late, EA has told employees it is not willing to take a stance on trans rights or abortion rights um respawn comes out though head of respawn vince Pella comes out with a really cool statement recently and said quote trans rights are human rights respawn has grown on the principles of diversity equality and inclusion and strives to uphold these values for anyone that doesn't really kind of know the relation ea bought respawn so you know vince and respawn they are ea employees technically speaking in theory um and so while ea was not willing to make a statement you know apex our studio respawn vince was willing to say something that we really do believe in and it's as a fan of the game, I think that's really nice to see. I'm happy to get the one star reviews that'll come in after us talking about this today and saying that. But that is uh, kind of where I stand on it right now. I really appreciate Vince coming out and speaking about this. It means a lot. And uh, it's a bit disappointing that, you know, amidst EA having the rumors that they're going to sell, they're not really willing to take any stances on stuff like this.
1: Yeah, it's hard because I think to a lot of people, myself included, when you say we're not going to take a stance, You are taking a stance. Exactly. And that hurts people. And, you know, we live in a free country that constantly wants to take rights away from people. You know, if if you don't have control over your body or you can't express your identity, are you free? No. Like, we need to work harder to protect the liberties of our citizens. And Mm -hmm. it's really hard when. Elected officials and companies won't do the right thing when that's Mm -hmm. just seems so foundational to be an American wanting to live in a free country where you can express yourself and pursue happiness and freedom. Let's just focus on that no matter who you are. So it's really great to see Vince stand up for what's right.
0: A hundred percent agreed. Go respawn, go Vince mainly madly appreciated. Um, Let's go back to apex though. Talk apex news again. So gold knockdown controversy has kind of been sweeping twitter as of late that's what i see every time i open my app recently and people are just expressing their frustrations with how gold knockdowns are now operating in the new rank system where those you know end game circles are really emphasized more than more than they've ever been in any other uh, season previously so people are asking for gold knocks to be removed what do you think? Are have you experienced this in games? Are you against the yeah. gold knocks? I mean, it, people are pissed, man. People are like, yeah. sh- like we shouldn't have a game where you can knock three people and, you know, still be alive essentially.
1: Totally. I really empathize with that. I've of course, like most players that are playing a lot of ranked have been on both sides. I've won totally. games because mm-hmm. of a gold knockdown this season. Like And I've also lost games and lost placement because of them. So, you know, with that being said, having experienced both sides of it, I don't really have a thought about it, to be honest. Uh, Especially, I think this season is a peak for this conversation because of not only the rank changes making placement critical, but also the Armories having four of them where... If you're all three in there focusing, you can get four gold knockdowns. I think there's a lot more relative to previous seasons because of that. I've been on both sides of it. I think most players have. I have no problem just saying get rid of it. But at the same time, I'm not you know, trying to burn the house down and yeah. tell devs that they need to do this this second or I'm quitting the game. I, I'm not at that point, but I don't see why not. Why not remove it
0: yeah it's and that's kind of i think the main thought i have as well where it's yeah. like the gear in a game it should not cause this level of frustration whether it's Definitely justified not. or not there's still frustration and that shouldn't be the case and so you know we've had this already happen in the past is this thing fast heals have been linked to stuff before and that was removed like let's just change it let's do something else that will be more fun make sense in the game for gold knocks you know revive faster or something versus you know being able to stay alive i don't know something along yeah. those lines uh make it a, just a bubble or something instead i'm just spitballing ideas now off the top of my head but i think you, something should change
1: you can also just you must start the self revive before your last teammate is knocked
0: I like that one too. Yeah, that's
1: very easy. That would not erase its power from the game. Would not like drastically change end games, but it would do something where that one fringe case is eliminated, and that's yeah. kind of the one that frustrates people the most. At least yeah. conceptually, it does.
0: Yeah, let's talk about rank, though. Um, you know, we got the rank changes have been active. You know, since the start of the season, we're seeing some results finally come in. Talk to me a little bit about what we're seeing in terms of a ranked, uh, what's the word for me? Fill in. I'm yeah, blanking. The
1: distribution. The
0: distribution. Yeah. Ranked distribution. We've got a, it's always fun. We're going to be talking about a, a visual graphic on an audio podcast. But if you got access to the show doc, you know what we're talking about. But I'll let you kind of try and explain it to the people in audio form.
1: Yeah. So we're three weeks in. We haven't had public data about rank distributions in years at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, But we do have a bit of data provided by Apex Legends Status. You can check them out. They have a great website um, that tracks 13 million players based off their API. And out of that 13 million, the portion that plays ranked and is ranked outside of rookie that has at least made bronze, we have the current distributions. And it's staggering you know you see the vast majority of players concentrated in bronze silver and gold a tiny tiny trickle of people in plat 4 and then it's empty there really is no truly plat. empty like yeah. there is no diamond at all and there is no master and you know there's only 750 preds and that was just re- reached this last weekend we saw the very first master players pop mm-hmm. up and we're three weeks into the split. This is highly irregular. Um, I think that it is a bad, bad sign because if most players are right now sitting in bronze, silver and bottom of gold probably means you're not going to see a lot of people play and split too, just because yeah. those players were gold platinum diamond players and now the bronze silver and gold it's incredibly demoralizing and to not have diamond or master ranks at all I do not think was the intention of yeah. fixing ranked I think mm-hmm. this distribution is significantly worse than what we saw before
0: yeah, it, it is not going towards the, you know, bell curve that people were wanting to see essentially out of a healthy rank system. So obviously something's wrong and something is so wrong that I would not be surprised if, you know, we were told, you know, like we were told, "Hey, we really changed everything. We're going to make adjustments and stuff in the future." That's the optimistic point of view. I would love to see them kind of double down on that and I'd love to see changes at the split this season rather than wait for the season to end entirely and go through it like, "Let's, something's off." Let's figure something out. What that is exactly, we can brainstorm out on another episode if we want to. We've talked about a ton of things um, in terms of what could be fixed. There's just some weird stuff in the season. It's harder to gain and you have to gain more. And yeah. the question of should ranked be a skill measure or a time plus skill measure is, I think, that conversation's at an all time high. And it's interesting to see where people uh, fall and stand on that one. Yeah absolutely before we get into some questions though here's a quick word from our sponsors welcome back okay so we got some questions to answer on the day and today we were doing a discord mailbag every single question is coming from our discord channel that is meant for questions we're gonna get through some of these fun ones uh henry this first one i think is gonna you know that hits it hits Mm -hmm. home for you so i'll read this off so it's coming from Noltenator. Hey, Shay and Henry. So recently, my amazing wife, who actually just celebrated our 10-year dating anniversary, has been practicing playing Apex in secret to try and surprise me, because she knows how much I like it and the Titanfall universe. Anyways, I find out because she was trying to play with her brother when I came home with the kids. So now I'm trying to help her out, and I've showed her how to activate the bots in the shooting range. I've been giving her pointers and stuff, trying to help her with movement and gunplay, because I told her to focus on those first and working in Legends abilities after she's gotten good with those it's been difficult because she's never played shooter games we've only ever played like little big planet and minecraft together she really struggles with shooting and staying on target moving while shooting or just moving in general she's really having difficulties with fighting the bots and i've been realizing i'm not a good teacher anyways do you guys have any advice well henry has first case uh taught his girlfriend how to play apex so let's see if you got any good words of wisdom here
1: yeah first things first uh this is awesome i love partners being able to play apex together um but i will say apex is the hardest Mm -hmm. battle royale shooter out there it is very very difficult to jump right into it with no shooter experience probably is the hardest thing you could do in gaming um and there are games that are more punishing in terms of the time to kill, in terms of the complexity of the interface. However, Apex's combination of the movement tech, the abilities, the weapons, and all the craziness that we get on Stormpoint with the PvE, it's incredibly Mm -hmm. overwhelming to anybody that's unfamiliar. Um, The advice that I would have, even though I really don't have much either, is start off by asking her to play the Titanfall 2 campaign. I think mm-hmm. that is a very, very good environment that will probably be fun. That's what I had my girlfriend do. She enjoyed it for the most part. It's an incredible campaign. Maybe I'll teach more of the fundamentals of sliding, jumping, staying on target, the basics. Um, outside of that, like I know exactly what you're talking about, where she is at in playing Apex. Very mm-hmm. slow on the movement. Weapons are very, very difficult. Um, What I would kind of recommend is single-fire weapons, weirdly enough, um, I think are pretty good uh, for newer players, like even going with the wingman, something like that, where if they hit one or two shots, that is so, so helpful for a fight Um, Mm -hmm. other than just emptying an entire clip into the air. Um, And then legend choice, I think you could add a lot of value to yourself Uh, with a legend like Loba being able to put down the ultimate that's like very rewarding for the team doesn't take a ton of skill we're going with the Bangalore and just really helping speed up that movement Um, when it counts I think goes a long way
0: yeah Tons of good stuff there, I, but you you hit it on the head with the first one. Like Apex is just such a challenging game. This is going to be a really really long process to teach somebody how to play the game, um, and so patience is going to be the number one thing. Don't express frustration. Don't let it you know be anything that you know causes you guys either of you to not have fun with Apex Legends because that's what it is at the end of the day. In terms of it's a game that you're playing for fun, and so yeah. focus on that. Given some good tips, though, like activating the bots and stuff in the firing range to work on tracking, all that kind of fun stuff. Those are really helpful things. I think Titanfall 2 campaign is a great concept, though, Henry.
1: 100%. Next question coming from Vase Collector How do you feel about Ash's passive? I find her tactical and ultimate to be pretty great, but wonder if getting the most out of the passive slot when I pick her. Following up, are her two cooldowns too long or just right? This is a good
0: question. We've both been playing some Ash as well yeah. this season, more than uh, before. My honest goodness, you know, impression of the passive is that it is a—it's uh, not the game-breaking ability we thought it might actually be upon release. But that's not to say that it is totally useless. I think if you can go into the minimap and understand where combat is happening there are opportunities for you to say, hey, we should rotate this way or we should you know, move to this part of the map to go third party. Like There is some value to be had in there. It's obviously hard because you got to go into your map to do it. You're not often going to just see it on the mini map. So it's not like it's the bread and butter of her kit, but I think there's still some value you can extract out of it. Um, before I talk tactical and ults, where, where do you stand on the passive with Ash?
1: Yeah, I have been playing a lot of Ash with my girlfriend in ranked um, because you have to get KP right now is how I feel in ranked in order to gain. And she's so, so aggressive. And I think the passive is quite helpful. I it's very difficult to tell if it always works or not uh, with the mini map pings, but it really does help you plan out long distance rotations. It really is useless outside of that because Mm -hmm. you can hear gunfire so far that you don't really need her passive to tell you where a fight is unless it's really, really far away. So I do think that's a useful ability. I use it. And when I play ranked Um, and then the ability to scan death boxes and reveal the attackers, it's okay. Don't use it all the time. It's a very, very niche passive. So I think it's good. I don't think it needs a buff, but I also don't think it needs a nerf. I think Mm -hmm. it's an okay passive that forces you to play really strategically if you want to maximize it.
0: Yeah. In terms of the cooldowns on the other parts of her abilities, I personally think she's in a pretty good spot. Like, I don't play her and think, hey, this is too long, this is too short. I I think she's pretty well balanced in this current state that she's in. Um, Yeah, I'm, I'm not calling for any changes to the cooldowns. What about you, though?
1: Yeah, I think she's tuned just right um Mm -hmm. if anything I think the ultimate is way too fast like I think that it's a really fast ultimate and they could probably slow it down a lot but that's going from a Gibraltar main so (laughs) he's used to not having
0: that thing for half the game yeah exactly (laughs) next question come from ABS hey guys I just want to say you guys put out the best content out of any podcast or I think anything in general you helped me because I was only getting about one win with Bloodhound each day on the weekends, but now it's gone up to two to three wins. Thanks for putting out the best content ever. My question, unfortunately, is Apex has to end eventually. So in how many years do you think it's going to end? Thanks for the pod.
1: This is a love, tough one. Love, love, love to hear that a, a Bloodhound is getting a lot more wins and always be scanning. ABS. B S. Mm-hmm. Um, taking that to heart. Man, when is Apex going to die?
0: Well, they said it was going to be a 10-year game. Was that Mm -hmm. two years ago that they said that? So after a year, we got eight more years before we have to really worry about it being dead potentially.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say it could be in the next year or two because Mm -hmm. we're hitting records and Mobile just came out and that's massive for awareness for the game and the popularity of the game we think there's going to be some sort of uh, tv show come out soon um so yeah i don't know i I don't think it's going to be in the next two or three years i can tell Mm -hmm. you that i think this is probably going to double its current lifespan at least
0: yeah i think the long-term fears of apex are Not as so much related to the game because the game is very strong as it is right now. So it's overall just the the gamer and the genre itself. And, you know, it it would be a step away from battle royales. It'd be some other kind of form of game coming in and rising to popularity, in my opinion, that would uh, take over. And there is always potential, you know, Apex wasn't around for a while there. And Apex was a new BR that came in and is now competing with other BRs. So there could always be another one that comes up. There's been a lot that have been released by big studios and have failed drastically. It's not an easy space to get into, but that possibility is always there. But even if it's like, hey, you know, know, Ubisoft messed up with Hyperscape, but say, ubi releases another BR this time they nail it. It's really popular. Even then, it's like Apex isn't going to die because it's you know a BR and BRs are still popular. So. Something just has to change with the general gamer itself or uh yeah. Maybe Titanfall. Maybe Titanfall three will signal signal the end.
1: <laughs> if and when. If we and when we will see. Exactly. Next question coming from Ash forest. Hey mates, I've been a fan of Apex since day one and I've played off and on since then. I stopped playing shortly after season ten since I was busy with school work. And started playing again when season 13 released. Question, do you guys have any general tips for a returning player and how would you recommend getting back into the swing of things?
0: Man, returning the Apex. It's, it's a tough one. Uh, we just talked about how hard of a game Apex is, you know, earlier. And it truly is. And it's a hard one even for me to pick up after putting it down for four or five days. Um, and so following a lot of the basics is going to help you get back into the swing of things. Listening to the podcast so you can get updated on all the legends and such is going to be really helpful. General meta and strategy. Understand those basics so then you can really just go in and get your reps in to focus on getting your gun skill up again. Uh, you know, Maybe playing one legend for you know a handful of games in a row and then switching to someone else so you can get repetitions in on multiple legends to learn how to play as and against them. But apex is just a game for me at least that it's just time you know time spent back in the game is going to help you get back into the swing of things
1: i agree with all that it's like riding a bike the good news is since you've been gone i don't think uh, a new legend is going to pull you away i think True. whoever you yeah. were playing before season 10 is still going to be viable maybe even stronger than before the one thing that has changed replicators are no joke You Mm -hmm. need to use the replicator now. That's true. So definitely do not sleep on that. Batteries, you can get a substantial amount of ammo now. You can level up your armor better than you ever have before. The R301 is currently in the crafter. Like, man, it's crazy. Even though we still have like a Volt loadout in the rotation with Mm -hmm. the energy mag and a digi threat. That aside, replicator is very, very strong. Oh, goodness, I forgot about the vault thing that's in rotation. It's killer. It's so funny. Last
0: question coming from Zinger. What LTMs would you like to see in the game? With that, how would you add the Apex twist to it? So I think this question is essentially saying what kind of game mode would you like to see transferred over to Apex with an Apex twist in theory? We've talked about this a little bit, but what's the first thing that kind of comes to your head?
1: I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind is just everything that's currently in mobile. You know, with all the TDM, I I love that concept. What's so unique about Apex is the healing and the resing potential compared Mm -hmm. to other BRs. Warzone, Fortnite, it is just not even comparable in terms of can you actually revive somebody because we have abilities because it takes a little less time. So coming up with an LTM that still allows you to focus on that, um, I guess my mind's going straight into new game modes. But we can think about battle royale LTM's as well.
0: Well, you got to think about that. LTM's now are more than just battle yeah. royale modes. Their, you know, control is an LTM in theory. Yeah. It's a limited time mode. So I don't think it has to be limited. Uh, not limited. But limited to alternate battle royale game modes as we kind of used to think that it was for a long time because my mind immediately goes to you know tdm and search and destroy i would love to see like a search and destroy in apex so with that movement essentially from kind of the call of duty uh game mode i like the objective based respawn modes being an alternative and people have listened for a while know my dream is to get a you know a rotation of respawn game modes essentially yeah. in a playlist and then in a ranked playlist together um, that's my dream
1: so yeah <laughs> I think that's a great dream I I think it would be cool to have an LTM which I don't really need to apex twist it um, but if you could have the same teams so like every single team had a bloodhound Gibraltar lifeline mm, like yeah. you pulled from some three of the original legends and everyone had to have those three and maybe you could rotate it every two hours what the three were but i think that'd be really cool to kind of focus on the basics maybe open up to all the legends but i think that'd be cool to kind of see the same legends played on every team force people to play that way i think could be cool
0: yeah that's when we've heard before I, I do really like it it'd be a ton of fun that's gonna wrap up today's episode though thank you to for the third party 10 who sports over on patreon subscribe on apple pods drop a follow on spotify and check out the discord via the link in the description thanks so much for listening to the third party podcast we'll catch you next time peace hey now another squad coming in boom whole squad down I'll do maybe tomorrow.